Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tim. How's it going, everybody? My voice made a weird noise there. Did you catch that? <laughs> I did. That's why I, I, like, I looked over at you. I'm like, oh, that's new. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, you know, trying new things up for some reason. Yeah, right at the end of the season. Slash yeah, yeah. completely blue. <laughs> so we're not doing it again, though. I'm sticking no, to it. No redos. Welcome to the Super Bowl day <clears throat> after. Is that? Yeah. That seems like a yeah, let's, TM. Uh, no, we're good. Okay. It's, it's ours. <laughs> it's ours. Guys? Dibs. Yeah. Um, that was probably one of the better Super Bowls I've seen. That was one of the greatest games. Yeah. No blowout. It was down to the wire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was – both teams played exceptionally well. I mean, except yeah. for one fumble, there really wasn't a turnover. And even that was like a, a freak fumble. Yeah, it was a fluke. Yeah. Yeah, that was now probably cost them a game, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. I'm actually speaking of Gideon, let me get into the ESPN, so it tells me all the things I need to know. Oh, okay. That's important. So <laughs> I'm like, football. Right. So while you're doing that, the Chiefs won 38-35. Uh, last second field goal to win it. We'll obviously get into the drama that happened those last two minutes. Um, but it, it really was a great game. I mean, Jalen Hurts was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Patrick Mahomes had a great game, but Jalen Hurts was the MVP of that game. Absolutely. I mean, he literally carried his team. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're the lead rusher with 70 yards and three touchdowns, and then you throw for an additional 300 yards and a touchdown, I mean, that says it all right there. I mean, he yeah. outthrew Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, not touchdown-wise, but 100, almost almost 200 yards more. 120 yards. 120. It's really yeah. close to 200, though. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. But, it, it, I mean, yeah, Hurts, Using these moments, I feel like you have the debate of once a quarterback loses a game like this, it's, oh, is he worth the money? I don't know. And I'm like, there's no doubt in my mind no. this man should be getting paid. And they're better oh, yeah. off paying him quicker. Yeah. Because if they don't pay him quicker than Burrow, because they have the same, I mean, really have the same stat line at this point. They both have been in the Super Bowl and lost. Mm-hmm. And if you pay Burrow um, some amount, you're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts even more money yeah. based on what he's done. So it's now it's a race to the seat and write the contract first. That's true. I mean, if Jalen Hurts did not have the game he had, the Eagles would have been blown out. I mean, oh, absolutely. He he made a mistake. He he fumbled a ball where he just kind of lost control of it, mm-hmm. which was weird. And Casey picked it up and took it back for a touchdown. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, he was stellar. Like, I mean, they drove. They got the ball first, drove straight down, and scored. Mm-hmm. I mean, quick. Mm-hmm. Um. The weird thing about that, Miles Sanders wasn't running at all. I yeah. Know, I made a bet with him involved. I needed 10 yards in the first quarter. That's all I needed. And he just never got – he was a negative one and didn't get the ball. Yeah. He had seven carries for 16 yards. I don't know what was going on. Because I almost looked it up at one point. I'm like, is he hurt? Because Gainwell has been getting all the touches. And yeah. then Boston Scott was getting carries. Like, I see him on the sideline just standing there. He had to been hurt. Yeah, it was weird. Can we talk about how Gainwell has the perfect name for a <laughs> I think that every time I'm like, Gainwell. Gainwell. That, that's it. That's a yeah. running back. That is a running if back. If you play on defense, your name was Gainwell, that'd be stupid. Mm-hmm. You almost have to be a running back in second place, maybe a receiver. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I, I was very upset about that. But, yeah, Hurts commanded. I mean, he, he threw two deep passes, both really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I didn't understand, so the Devontae Smith catch that was overturned, it was iffy. As iffy as far as evidence, because mm-hmm. the ball looked like it moved, but then it, it he had control of it. But yeah. then two quarters later, Goddard does the same thing on the sideline, catches it. It's almost the exact same situation. They're like, oh, yep, yeah, main control. That's a that's a first down. I'm like, 
What? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I still don't think we know what a catch is. No, they have no idea. Yeah, and both of them were called a catch on the field. And the rule is supposed to be there needs to be clear evidence to overturn it. And Devontae Smith's catch, like, every angle I saw, it wasn't clear. It was like yeah. the ball might be moving, but yeah. his hand is right there the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's allowed to move. It's allowed to touch the ground right. as long as he maintains control of it. Right. So that's and, weird. And that, you know, I think they still got a field goal on that drive, so they still got points. But that would have put them in the red zone. So, oh, yeah. you know, who knows what would have happened at that point. The weird one, what, and that's why I looked at Nicole, I'm like, they, they really have no idea what they're doing as far as catching. Um I think it, I want to say it was Sanders. He was out in the uh, wide right, yeah, um, in the whatever flats. Diesel yeah. caught the ball, put two feet down. It was very clearly not a catch. He caught it, but like he he got blown up the moment he caught it. Mm-hmm. The announcer goes, "Well, you're really look, looking for that third foot down." And I'm like, "What do you mean a third foot down? Like you mean a football move? Because yeah. I've never heard a third football down. I hear like a juke, a spin, mm-hmm. look upfield and try to make a move. I've never heard. Well, you he really got to get that third foot down, like." I've yeah. never heard it like that before, and I feel like he just made that up on the spot. He might have. But, yeah, like, that was another one where the Chief, I think they made the right call on that. Yeah. Like, and the refs called that how they should, where they let the play go. Mm-hmm. And so it, the same guy on Kansas City's defense, Bolton, picked it up and took it back to the end zone. He would have got MVP. If, if oh, that yeah. would have been a touchdown, he, he would have been Mahomes for the MVP. Yeah. But that was one where they reviewed it, and it was clear that he got to, like, he caught it and took two steps mm-hmm. and then kind of, like, did this hop yeah. and got hit in the middle of that. And so that football move wasn't completed. So two things. Number one, I lost my first train of thought. So I'm going to skip that one for a second. Okay. <laughs> Number two, who was the last defensive player to win the Super Bowl MVP? Vaughn Miller. Yes, sir. Vaughn Miller. It's a loaded I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my Broncos shirt yeah, today. Yeah. I like the one that Bennett says she wants the D. Oh, well, that, that's a lot for our viewers. Yeah. <laughs> defense. She wants yeah. the defense. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, it's got awkward. Anyway, I can't remember my first question. I literally looked at you. I was like, I have two questions. And the moment I said it, it was gone. I yeah. feel like Dumbledore is pulling thoughts out of my head because I can't remember, to be honest. Well, so the other thing that I heard – Talking about Philly scoring a touchdown on the first drive. Kansas City got a touchdown on their first drive as well. Mm-hmm. That was the first time since, I think it was Super Bowl 32, that both teams scored on their opening, got touchdowns on their opening drives. Wow. So 25 years. Yeah, they drove right down. And I was more impressed with the Chiefs doing it, honestly, because the Chiefs' defense is nowhere near as good as Philly's. Right. And I feel like like the Chief, it didn't look like that on the field, though. Like The Chiefs were playing so aggressive. They hit, was it? Oh my gosh! I think it was Bradbury came up and hit um, Pacheco like mm-hmm. right in the freaking chest, and he just went straight down. It was a clean. Hit oh too. yeah, he yeah. hit him so hard. I was like, dude, he's he's fine. I'm sure he's just he's probably can't breathe right now. But right, um, yeah, the, the they were everyone was flying around. It, it was honestly it was so much fun to watch. And then of course with what two minutes left, minute fifty, Mahomes tries to scramble. I don't know why you're scambling and waiting when you have a hurt, high sprained ankle, and of course. It was a very clean hit, clean tackle. He re-sprains the same ankle mm-hmm. going into halftime. Yep. They numb that thing up. There's no way 
Because he came out with no limp whatsoever. Yeah. He said he didn't get a shot or anything. He's full of crap. He had to have. There's no... Had to He have. wasn't even... Like, if, if you... You at least could have sold it a little better. Like, oh, yeah, I can feel it. Ow, ow. But he, like, jogged on, jogged off. Yeah. When when he was hurt versus the Bengals, like, you, or even before the Bengals game, like, when they played um, the Jaguars, mm-hmm. he couldn't step. Right. Even with the Bengals, he was having issues taking a snap and dropping back. So, like, no, you didn't just hurt that thing. Then Rihanna just crushed the halftime show, and you come back, right. and your, your ankle's fine. Yeah, you're good no, to go. Because yeah. he was wincing in pain. Actually, I said I saw a meme that said, when they're trying to describe the um, the pain that a woman goes through giving birth, you look at Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. It's <laughs> basically the same thing as uh, a woman giving birth. <laughs> he, he got the epidural, for yeah, sure. he definitely got the epidural. Like, there's no way. He was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm tough. Um, I saw this is so random, but I saw another meme to Steve Kerr. This is nothing to do with football. What? <laughs> he said, he said, I have a lot of respect for LeBron James, uh, LeBron James and Michael Jordan. He said, I have the same respect for Michael Jordan as I do LeBron James. They've both given me three rings. <laughs> Damn. Oh, emotional. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Steve Kerr's throwing daggers, man. Jeez. Like, that's rough. Yeah. That was yeah. a good, that's, that's why I said it. That's a good one. Yeah, thank but you. But, yeah, Mahomes is a freak. Like, yeah. he – the like, he had three touchdowns. Like, he had the scores there. The yards weren't there. But he had the – like, he had rushing yards. Like, oh, yeah. they what ended up being the game-winning drive. He had that, like, 25-yard run out of nowhere. Well, I thought they think they all were waiting for him to slide. Cause yeah. Because like, he can't run that far, right? Yeah. You know, he ran, like, 25 yards. And he was outrunning dudes. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. And – you know, gets tackled and gets up just fine. Yeah. But yeah, so he won the MVP of the game. And he is the first uh, guy since Kurt Warner back in 1999 to win the regular season MVP and the Super Bowl MVP. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Long time. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise it's Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP and then he loses in the first round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. He doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. But he played great in the regular season and that's important. He did. Yeah, that, that was such a good game. But then, uh, so, t- halftime show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I, I had no problem. It was good. Yeah. It didn't blow me away. It wasn't anything political or anything. She's yeah. went up there and sang, and she was pregnant, which, of course, everyone, I'm sure, Googled is oh, Rihanna right. pregnant. Because I'm like, that's what three beers a day looks like. It's no big deal. Like, <laughs> she's just ha- ha- she's doing her best life. She's not yeah. doing concerts. Who cares? And then Nicole said, no, she's pregnant. I'm like, I mean, the belly is round. I'm like, but I've also seen men, 45, that have the same belly. So I'm like, is right. it a beer? Is it a baby? Right. It's a baby. Yeah, we were watching it, and Naomi's roommate was like, she just rubbed it like there's a baby in there. Yeah. So. I was like, no, she's jiggling because there's three beers in there. She could hear them. You know when you yeah. have liquid, you're like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. She was on stage doing like, oh, boy. I was so surprised she didn't have a guest. Like, she has so many, like, hit songs that have collaborators on it. That's true. And she did it all by herself, which is, I mean, fine. Like, I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge Rihanna fan, but, like, it was a good show. Should have brought Sandra Bullock on from Ocean Six and a Half. That'd have been cool. Was Rihanna in that movie? Yeah, oh, she was. Okay, I'm yeah, like, what? I, what is the connection? I, I remember watching. Uh, they did like a. Well, I can't remember that. I, 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 my brain's gone, dude. So there's a, there's a British talk show. I love him. He's hilarious. He always brings like five people on at the same time. Oh, Graham Norton. Graham Norton. And yeah, yeah. Like five. There was like a couple of them. And Rihanna was one of the people they brought on. Sandra Bullock, Rihanna, and somebody else. Um, doesn't matter. Nope, nope, I lost it again. <laughs> I thought I had it. Um, but they brought her on, and uh, Graham was making fun of her because 
she steals glasses when she goes places. So every, they have like 15 R- photos. Rihanna does? Rihanna does. <laughs> so like she took like 15 photos of her walking out. One point was like a wine bottle, but she always took a glass whenever she was going. And she started, like the first three she laughed and she got de- not defensive, but she was like, I swear I took them back. I did them back. But anyway, I'm, I'm one yeah. on here. But Sandra Bullock would have been a great guest. She would have been. Yeah. She would have been singing, you know, just, just standing there. Yeah. Right? Just it would have been glorious. Looking like Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Interesting. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Um, they, yeah. So they come back and I guess the next thing to talk about is the grass. Like, Oh yeah. They, I've never seen so many cleats be used in my life. Right. So the guys were slipping like, and in the first half, it, it kind of seemed like they were getting on the paint, like where the logos weren't yeah. slipping. But then you get after the halftime show and there's the big stage that's on the field and everything. And like, you don't know how that affects the, the grass, but like guys were slipping and sliding all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was a mess. Well, we were talking about this before the podcast started. It was, so if you ever, if you never played football on turf, when you get tackled on turf, there's, there's no cushion. There's not, it feels like you're being tackled on like green concrete. Like it, it's it not hurts. fun. Yeah. It hurts. So the complaints were the injuries were you know, turf toe. I'm sure you all heard turf toe and stuff. So they wanted to swap. So the players' association fought, and they got they're trying out grass in all the mm-hmm. new stadiums and trying to see if that's manageable. Whatever. Well, this is an attempt to try grass, mm-hmm. and it, it they were not prepared for it. Of course, I don't know why. Of all of the games, you're going to try. Well, you know what the crazy thing is. Hmm. I was listening to Pat McAfee before this. They there's a guy who is called the Sod Father. <laughs> which hilarious to start with what a play on words but he's like this 90 year old dude i saw this yeah that his expertise is grass and they had been growing this grass for two years in preparation of this game two weeks ago they brought in the grass the sod whatever mm-hmm. to put in the field it cost them like eight hundred thousand dollars to do this which is a lot of money for an NFL franchise, it's not. No. It's like one veteran minimum player. Yeah. Like, and so they put all of this effort into it. The nice thing with Arizona Stadium is they can wheel the field out. Yeah. And so the grass can get direct sunlight, and mm-hmm. then they wheel the field back in. Saw a video of that. That was weird. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. But so they did all this stuff in preparation. And it was terrible. Yeah. Was. Absolutely terrible. It, it was. I, I don't think, I just don't know why you would try that on the Super Bowl. Like, why not just stick with turf? And right. Just, let's, we'll figure this thing out later. Right. Or like natural grass. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't like, like, why has it got to be sod? Yeah, I saw. So that man has, he's done the field for every football, Super Bowl. Sorry, every Super Bowl. Uh, he's now retiring. I was going to say. Four years old. Every, it's like, that's like 50 something Super Bowls. He's 57. Yeah. That's inc- he's been doing this since he was like my age. That's insane. That's incredible. Yeah. I want that job. I want to be the sod father. I want to do all of that. And I want that name. I mean, they're taking applications now, I'm sure. Dude, I'll be the sod father all day. <laughs> oh, day, Winston. Would be, it'd be amazing. I'm starting yelling again, but I can't. Speaking of yelling, so I, I'm, I, you're going to keep us on track here, but I just, I have funny things in my head I need to get out. Yeah. yeah. So I went shopping. We went to the outlet malls on Saturday with Tommy and Nicole. Mm-hmm. And I go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom, came out. They had walked to the exit. Now, if you've never been to the Monroe Outlet Malls, there's four entrances and exits. So all the people are funneled into these four spots, usually on two two of them because the bigger parking lots are on one side. 
So I'm walking out. I'm sober, just for the record. I haven't drank anything. <laughs> and I just see them, and I just didn't even hesitate. And I was like, hey, guys. <laughs> and Nicole, who's been with me for five years, uh-huh. didn't phase her at all. She's like, there we go again. Yeah, that's, Tommy, my, that's my husband. Tommy turned the color of Derrick Henry's glove <laughs> and looked away. Like he, was, he was trying to disown me in his head. I thought it was hilarious. Uh-huh. Nicole just literally was like, yeah, that's okay. I'm surprised Tommy doesn't know better at this point. You, would, I, I think, yeah, I know. I, but I've never probably, I probably said funny things around him, but I've yeah. probably never, he's probably never been there for me to do it in public, which I just don't hesitate because yeah. honestly, it probably makes everyone else laugh or uncomfortable, which makes me laugh. So yeah. I don't know. It was a great time. I mean, like you and I have known each other for a long time. We've spent a lot of time together, yeah. like out at bars and restaurants yeah. and stuff. And like hit Mike's whole motto had always been, and probably still is. I won't feel shame if I make you more embarrassed than I Absolutely. Am. Like, if you're more embarrassed, I win every time. Yeah. Like, if I do that, everyone looks at me and calls me a loser and tells me I'm stupid, yeah, I'm probably going to be like, oh, that was probably dumb. But, yeah. like, the fact that everyone's like, uh, like one, the, the husband's probably like, that's hilarious. And I was like, that's just the back to cat. Oh, my God, even look. Yeah. Like, I just, it, I feed off it. Yeah. And it works every time. Yeah. But Nicole's numb to it. And again, I told you I'm jumping around. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, another thing I want to talk about. Why can't anyone cover Travis Kelsey? Dude, seriously. <laughs> Holy cow. We talked about this two weeks ago. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how they're going to do it. He, they did do it again. Yeah. Like, still got a touchdown. Like, was coming up with clutch catches the whole time. Like, it was crazy. It was. I, I don't understand it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I double team him. I don't. If you if you take away Travis Kelsey, the next best receiver is Juju Smith-Schuster. And it took he had 53 yards. To be, that, yeah. It was 18. I mean, to be fair, like, Juju showed up on that one drive where he had three or four catches. Oh, yeah. And then the guys that got the touchdowns at the end were Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Like, you know, I think Philly was trying to double-team Kelsey in the red zone, and they're like, well, we're just going to run the same play <laughs> and get these two guys wide open. I don't – I feel like you and I could probably go out there. Oh, yeah. Throw up some decent numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably play, like, five plays because I'll die. If I <laughs> like, I'll make this – I bet I could get a catch because yeah. it's my home. Like, like, put your hand here. I'm just going to hit you right in the hand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's doing this with – if you look at – take out Smith-Huster and Kelsey, really, like – you don't know any other receivers. And now Marquez Valdez Scantling, like, yeah, he was like a third string in Green Bay. He's not mm-hmm. a household name. Um, even oh, oh, Tony, like, or Tony, he was a first round pick for the Giants, what, two years ago? And he was a bust. Yeah, they didn't know how to use him. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you don't know who this person is. Like, the trade deadline, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Who's that? Like, yeah. who'd you trade for? What do you mean a first round pick? I've never heard of this kid. Yeah. Um, so that, that was. I still don't understand they don't cover Travis Kelsey. I mean, this guy. And when's he going to slow down? Was he 33 now? 33. I can confidently tell you I did I yeah. did a leg workout today for about 20 minutes, and I feel like I'm dying. So <laughs> can Kelsey keep it up? I don't know. Yeah. Comparing him to me? Absolutely not. He's going to die in like a year. But he is second in NFL history in receiving touchdowns in the postseason. Behind Gronk? Behind Rice. Oh, I think yeah. tied it. Well, so tied in no. number one then. Right. Yeah, he's... I think he's got like 16 now, and Gronk has 15 or 14. Jerry Rice has 22. So like, oh, he's gonna get there. Kelsey I mean, can catch it if he keeps if playing. He slows down yeah. over the next four years. You're not getting rid of Travis Kelsey, even if yeah. he's not as explosive as he is right now. He's, I mean, he's not. The, he's never the fastest person on the field. So you're right. not expecting that. But him. he still gets open. Yeah, he still gets open. Yeah. I mean, I saw some of the routes, and they were showing it like, oh, this is how he runs an end route. I'm like, I get, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But like, 
I just don't understand why he's not like like in Waterboy. He's like, I want you to stop the Waterboy. Like, just you, I don't care what you do. Yeah, just stand. Like, just follow him around the field. Right. And then I'm gonna have someone over oh, a safety over top, and we're just gonna follow Travis Kelsey around the field. I don't care what else happens. And I'm gonna make Juju Smith-Schuster beat me. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that. They should have called me. I don't yeah, know I could have given that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't know if you heard. Philly hired Vic Fangio for two weeks. I, I did to come up with a defensive game plan. Yeah, which Vic Fangio is one of the best like defensive minds in football, mm-hmm. and they still like Philly is or was the number one defense in the regular season. Yeah, and their defense could not stop Kansas no. City. And kudos to Philly for owning up. Like you know what, we're good. Yeah, like, we're not. We need it's Patrick Mahomes. Like we, we need help. We need a little guidance on how to beat him. And Fangio was the Broncos head coach, right? Correct. So he has at least one year of experience playing Mahomes too. Yeah, um, or two years or whatever. Like I, I think he was there for two. Okay, yeah. either way, so that's four games. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, more than most coaches have against Mahomes, unless you're in their division, right? So, and then the other thing I want to talk about too is like Jalen Hurts is his deep pass to AJ Brown. Not both deep oh. passes, but just that deep pass that like. It, it kind of looked like a jump ball, but it it wasn't a jump ball. Mm-hmm. But like, and AJ Brown just went and got it. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, what a, what a blockbuster trade! From the- Stop talking about the Titans <laughs> trading away my AJ Brown. <laughs> and getting my GM fired. Yes, God, but yeah, I mean, he's incredible. I mean, he really oh, went yeah. up and just found the ball. Yeah, and he just beat him to it. But that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And he had a, he had a he had a five yard slant there on like the final two drives, and I like yeah. he tackled him like he was gone. I like if he would have taken four or five more steps and got up mm-hmm. full speed, there was no one catching him. Well, in that last, the last scoring drive for Philly, he had that slant that he broke out mm-hmm. inside oh, yeah. and got like 25 yards, 25, 30 yards and went out of bounds. Like he is, that's another thing where it's like, how are you not just constantly guarding that? Yeah. I, I understand that he can just cut up the field and beat you deep. And that's why he's so good. But like, if you're bringing pressure, you have to know. Jalen Hurts is looking at A.J. Brown like, okay, slant route. Well, typically, I would say they take it away. But Devontae actually played consistently well. Yeah. So now, Devontae takes the top off the defense. Now you can't you can't do what you want to do because Devontae's having a good game. And then A.J.'s you know, running the slot routes, and he's twice the size of your defensive back. Right. So he's probably faster than him. So what, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, it's just such a good game all around, man. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the punt return? The Tony has sick punt return. Yes. Yes. That was amazing. So Kadarius Tony had, so Kansas City was, it was 28 27 at this point. Kansas City was down one. Mm-hmm. And their defense stopped Philly. And so Philly was punting, and Kadarius Tony almost returned it for a touchdown. Like, yeah. watching Pat McAfee break it down, and he was a, a punter and everything. Mm-hmm. And so Philly's, Gunners were all going left, and the punter punted a line drive to the right, and so it was doomed from the start. Yeah, but like the way that Tony like brought them all over to one side and then just broke it back, yep. and the punter tackled him. The punter saved it, and he was probably like, "Oh, I screwed up. Like I need, yeah. to, I need to get this guy." But it was just amazing. Like it was so cool. Well, he and Nicole was like, "How do you like? How are they not on him?" But like, you have to understand, like. I didn't, I didn't realize what the play call was, but I was mm-hmm. like, at the same time, the field is only so large. And so when, when Tony pins himself into a corner mm-hmm. and the defense collapses on, they're all coming from the defensive point of view to the right side of the field. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you have the probably the fastest player on that field at the time completely shifts direction. So now you're expecting people that are heavier, not as fast, to stop, 
pivot and try to catch back up. As soon as he gets the edge, it's over. And that's exactly what happened. It was partly Tony doing a really good job. It was partly just luck that because they had him. They had yeah. him down, and they did not tackle him, and they paid the price for it. Yep. That, that game might have turned out differently mm-hmm. if he'd been down 35-40 instead of the two. Yep. Because that was about the yardage difference. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a that would it would have been the that was the longest punt return in NFL history in the Super Bowl. Oh, and if that that would have been the first touchdown ever returned in the Super Bowl. Dang, not the first kickoff because that's happened. Devin Hester, yeah, that was Chicago's <laughs> lone bright spot playing the Colts. <laughs> right, <laughs> everything else it just kind of fell apart. But right, yeah, I don't know, man. It was all around it. It was it was such a good game. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm mad at myself. There was a bet on DraftKings, and it was said if any extra point of field goal hits uh, an upright. It was like plus a thousand, so you get yeah. ten times your money. There was a guy at work who said his buddy bet on that and got the doink. Oh my gosh, the first kick! I'm like yeah. sitting there, I'm like, you, you know what? You, you always look at that. It's all, always hindsight. Like mm-hmm. I could have bet that, that, that. I'm like, yeah, well, mm-hmm. in the moment, I, I probably should have, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. It, but the other thing we talked about. So we talked about this two weeks ago mm-hmm. or a week ago. You said we were talking about Mahomes. He needed to average if he can win a Super Bowl every other year, mm-hmm. which is attainable. Mm-hmm. If you, as long as he won this one, he has a chance he does. to catch Brady while he's still in his prime. Mm-hmm. And now it puts him on the good side of that because now he has a shot at it. Yeah, I mean, it's the second one in basically five years. He's been playing five, like he's been in League Six, but he's been starting for five. So two in five years is a great clip. Mm-hmm. So if he just maintains that and plays for 20 years, that's eight. Yeah. That's just, it's hard to do. It's I mean, very hard. I mean, it's hard to get there and then to win it. I mean, and yeah. I don't want to take any away from Tom Brady, but if Mahomes beats him, he will have gone through a tougher league than I think Brady did. Now, I only, I only mm. not by, sorry, let me rephrase that, a tougher conference. Because I think when Brady played, you really had Peyton. Yeah. And you had Flacco come out of nowhere. Roethlisberger. Dalton and Roethlisberger, but like, I would argue that Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow are mm-hmm. – Joe Burrow is just as good as Roethlisberger was. Yeah. Um, Allen is incredible, and Lamar, when healthy, is incredible. I mean, the Titans had a two-, three-year run there where they were pretty dang dominant. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like in the Chargers with Herbert, like you have right. this loaded – AFC is loaded. And I feel like if he can go through them in the next 15 years and still win with his quarterbacks, like that, that's even more impressive than what Brady's done. That's if, true. If he passes them. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. That The AFC is a gauntlet. And yeah. you also have the potential of Rodgers going to an AFC team. The Jets already asked about him. Right. So the Jets or the Raiders seem like possible scenarios. You have the Broncos, which Sean Payton might be able to fix Russ. Yep. So, like, just in that division, if Rodgers goes to the Raiders, like, that division is hell. I mean, you have, like, seven future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. Almost guaranteed playing in that yeah. conference. What? Yeah, like if the Jets get a decent quarterback, like if they get Carr yeah. or Garoppolo, like the defense and the skill players are mm-hmm. ready to go. And next year, you're going to have Bryce Young's a Texan mm-hmm. or a Colt, and then CJ Stroud is the other Texan or a Colt. Yep. God forbid the Titans straight up and takes the Kentucky uh, prospect or Hooker from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. Now we have all yeah. these quarterbacks in the AFC. And if Tua can stay healthy, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, like it's insane. Kenny Pickett, like if he improves. Yep, I, I love it though. I do love yeah. Deshaun Watson. Oh my god, yeah. stupidness. 
Um, I, I do love it. But, yeah, the, the point is if Mahomes <clears throat> can do it in this era with these quarterbacks, these guys are old. Rodgers is the oldest one. Right. Everyone else is not going anywhere for three or four years at least. Yep. It's incredible. Yep. And I want to crap on Mahomes if I can, but I just, I just can't. I, I got nothing. I have no ammunition. He's he's crazy. Yep. Um, <clears throat> before we forget about it, the, like, elephant of the game, we haven't talked about it. Oh, I thought. I was like, Tim, I've been trying to work. <laughs> Why are you calling me an elephant? You look great, man. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the defensive holding. So, yes. I'm sure if you were listening to this, you have seen all of the coverage on it. Um, you know, Kansas City had the ball with under two minutes to go. It was like a minute 45 left or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was third down in the red zone. Mahomes throws an incomplete pass. Philly's like, okay, they're going to get a field goal, and then we get a shot. Ref calls the defensive holding. So Casey gets a new set of downs, runs the clock down, yep. get a field goal, and leaves Philly with about eight seconds and basically ends the game. Um, looking at... The call, like, so if you're watching the game, Greg Olson was like, that seems ticky-tack to me. I, I don't know that I would call that. Um, they hadn't called a defensive holding all game, uh, so they were kind of letting the guys go. And to the ref's defense, James Bradbury, who committed the foul, said after the game, I did hold him. Yeah. Like I tugged on his jersey to try to you know catch up, and I was going to see if I could get away with it type of thing. Obviously, he didn't. Um, so, f- as far as I'm concerned, it was a defensive holding. Absolutely. Would I call it? Absolutely not. Well, you believe in the, you know, 10 seconds left in the basketball game, one minute left in the football, like, unless it's pretty bad, you, know, you let them play. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's just difference in opinions. I feel like mm-hmm. you should call it the way you call it. All day. Now, granted, to your point, they didn't call one dang defensive hold all day. Now, if you're hitting, there's no way you look me in the eye and tell me no one held. They, they <laughs> right. do it all the time. They, they, the quarterbacks come out and they say, "Yeah, I, I, right." I, we do it all the time. Right. Just like there's almost holding on every play. It just when it's egregious, they call it. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest takeaway is I'm only using the call. Sorry, I mean, I'm not throwing you the bus or anything. But like she was like, "Well, it's not pass interference. The ball was nowhere near." Uh, the receiver. I'm like, absolutely correct. It's not pass interference because he couldn't catch the ball. Mm-hmm. It's even of holding because when he he ran basically he ran an inside route about three yards down the field, spun out, and that's why Mahomes lofted the ball to give him time. It was almost like a like a drop shot, like that's mm-hmm. what it was supposed to be. And I think I think Bradbury knew he was he was burned yeah. as soon as he spun, and that's why he tugged. They don't just do it for fun. They typically right. do it when it's like, well, if I don't. If I don't do this, he's probably going to catch the ball, so I'm going to make sure I don't let him. Like a foul in basketball. Like, mm-hmm. you know it's an easy dunk. I'm going to knock the crap out of him, so he has to make both free throws instead. Mm-hmm. That That's exactly, I think, what the foul was. But, yeah, it was definitely defensive hold. But it wasn't pass interference because it, was no. un- it was uncatchable. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's dif- disappointed me because it felt like the refs took the game out of the players' hands. Yeah. And I would have loved to see – like assuming Kansas City still gets the field goal and goes up three points, mm-hmm. I would love to see Jalen Hurts the way he was playing. Oh yeah, with a minute and a half left, drive down the field. Yeah, and he could he could have because you could still run at that point. He was yeah. throw, he was that that throw to Goddard on the sideline, the one that was like it was third and fifteen. They mm-hmm. took a five yard penalty and mm-hmm. he put it on a dime. It looked like yeah. he was throwing the ball away, but then it hit him literally hit Goddard in the head. Like yeah, it was right there. So yeah, I think if Hurts would have had the ball. They would have drove down and actually won that game. Yeah. 
the other thing with that flag, we, we talked about it two weeks ago with the Eagles 49ers game when Devontae Smith made that one-handed catch mm-hmm. and immediately got up and was given the signal like, let's go run a play so they can't review it. Yeah. Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster was the receiver. He did not react at all. Like, if a receiver thinks they're held or they're interfered with, mm-hmm. they are making a fuss yeah. at, the, at the ref. Smith-Schuster didn't do that. So, it's true. in my mind, that means they hadn't been calling it all game. So, he was kind of expecting that contact. Yeah. And because the ball wasn't even close to him where he could make a play, it's like, oh, well, that's third down. Yeah. Well, that, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the other weird play we didn't talk about was it was the Devontae Smith on the sideline, and they ran up the – called him to play. Mm-hmm. They hiked the ball, ran the play. The ref stopped him and was like, well, wait a minute. We didn't give the Chiefs enough time to make their subs, which that's a rule. I mean, that yeah. is a rule. Yeah. It was a very late play call, again, just like the Bengals game. Mm-hmm. And then the, the significance was Reed did not have time to challenge that play. The refs gave him another 30 seconds to look at it, and then they try to hike it real quick, and Reed's like, I'm going to challenge that. Again, I'm not a conspiracy, conspiracy theory person to the point I'm like, yeah, the whole NFL is rigged. That's two calls I've never seen happen before happen within two games of each other. Yeah, that one was weird. That It's weird. Again, the, the, the call was right. Yeah, yeah, you have to allow for that. But, like, you're the elite of the elite refs. These refs are ranked all year, and that's how these refs are selected to do these games. You're telling you forgot to pause the game to let the subs in, right? You're saying that wasn't on purpose because again, it just you're walking a fine line. Because I feel like if I go across that line, the thing I love in this world is just gone, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate football like I do baseball with the Reds. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't fully believe it, but it was just weird. That was very weird. I forgot about that. I never, I've never seen when the Bengals did it. We ran a whole play, put the punter out there, and they're like, wait a minute, hold on, like mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. What do you, What do you mean? Mm-hmm. It's weird. And for them to overturn it, too. Like, yep. I mean, we talked about that earlier. It, it just, that that is a weird one. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I, and the Goodell comes out, like, days before, like, oh, I seem like we're only officiating. I'm like, I really hope you're keeping, like, saving face right now mm-hmm. and you do something because you th- there's some weird, weird calls. I've ne- and I've been watching football, I mean, pretty knowledgeably for 20 years. And I've yeah. never seen that happen. So. Yeah. I know I'm not the expert, but I've seen enough games to know that was very unorthodox what happened. Mm-hmm. So That's a weird one. Uh, anything else on the game? No. I mean, congratulations to Mahomes. I think the, I think the craziest thing, we saw a quarterback do not, something we've never seen in any lifetime with Tom Brady. And now, with the same year he retires, Mahomes puts himself in a position mm-hmm. to either match Brady or pass Brady. So we our next, like, what, fifth? 14 years, maybe, if that, maybe mm-hmm. 13 years, it's going to be exciting because now we get to watch see if Mahomes does it. Annoying, yeah. but exciting. Especially annoying for me because he's yeah, in the division. Yeah, but, you got to deal with that crap. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He has two. He has a far cry from seven. Absolutely. But he's got a good shot. Um, before we sign off, I wanted to – do you have, like, an early Super Bowl pick for next year? Uh, I mean, I can give you what my heart tells me. <laughs> so, I know. Let me look up the odds while you say what your heart tells. Yeah, they released the odds. I was doing yeah. my heart, which is stupid because I lose a lot of bets like that. <laughs> <laughs> For example, this year in Pickums. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, I want to pick the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That's the most. That is the most logical thing. 
I do feel like Buffalo and Cincinnati have a better chance only because I feel like it's very rare to repeat and I would bet on somebody else winning. And I think you're going to see Buffalo snag a big-time receiver. They're going to go and get somebody. Or maybe it's maybe it's Boyd. I don't know. If, maybe we can't afford him. I don't know. But I, I think they're the big receiver. And then Josh Allen's going to have an MVP. I think Allen wins MVP next year. Mm-hmm. Just pure, just throwing the ball nonstop because he has two badass receivers. But with Cincinnati, like, like if we keep Burrow, we have a good draft. There's not much we can't do. So I, yeah. I have to go Cincinnati or Buffalo in my initial draft. So the top five odds-wise right now are the Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Eagles, and Bengals. So, um, you know, I think the Eagles are scary. Like, oh yeah, I don't think they're losing anybody. And they have two first-round picks. D- did you know that? Yep. Like, I went from the Saints. So, yeah. It's a pretty good pick still. Yeah. It's like a top 13 pick, I think. Like, I don't know what they need. Maybe – like a linebacker or something. I, I don't know, but like they're going to be bringing back Hertz. They have to, they're going to bring back Brown and Devonte Smith. They're going to have Miles Sanders still like that. Defense is still going to be intact. Like they, they could add a third receiver. Like the they could add, yeah. have. they could add an actual, no offense to Miles Sanders. He's no Derrick Henry. He's no mm-hmm. uh, Chubb. Like, you know, but you maybe you go and get yourself, like, a really good young receiver that can t- – receiver, running back, go get Kareem Hunt. It wouldn't even cost you a draft pick. Yeah. Like, you can do so much with it. That's a really good point. And Hurts is going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. You're going to lose a Dominican Sue probably. He cost you $10 million for the year. Like, and you're going to – oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about the two first-round picks. They're going to be yeah. loaded. And have them locked in contracts in the next two years or five years. Mm-hmm. If they hit on just one of them and they make an elite pick in the top, or they trade up and go get some a, a trade two first round pick, go trade up to Chicago. They don't need a freaking and go get an edge rusher. That'd be insane. Oh my lord! Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to be scary. And if the 49ers can keep a quarterback healthy, they're going to be scary. Well, I'm I'm more about to make the right decision at quarterback. Because they're not going to keep – there's no way they keep Trey Lance up. You can't keep both. You can for a short period of time, and you're going to yeah. create, like, a, a tension when you both – Trey Lance, in his head, is supposed to be the starter. Purdy, in his head, has earned his spot to be the starter. Mm-hmm. You're one coming off in, both coming off injuries. It's going to be a competition, and then you're going to trade one of them away. Somebody's got to go. Yeah. I am curious how that's going to go because, like, Purdy was great. He was phenomenal. And, and with that offense, the way it's set up, he doesn't. You don't need an athletic guy like Lance to make plays. Like you just get it to the playmakers, which is what Purdy was doing. Yeah. So, you know, I think Lance has more talent, like a- athletic ability and stuff like that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's the right fit for that offense. No. And in, in the little time we saw Lance and what we saw Purdy, Purdy outplayed him. Absolutely. Not even close. And Purdy cost like one point two million dollars. Yeah. Like basically free. Yeah. So you're going Bengals? I'd say Bengals or Bills. I mean, if I had to Bengals pick, I'd say Bengals. That makes yeah. my heart happy. It makes my logic happy. So Yeah. I feel like the Eagles are going to be back. They might. They're, they're they so might. good. Yeah. Um, it, I think it'll be the Eagles or 49ers. Even though I do believe Seattle will end up making a decent run next year again. I think if Geno has the same year he has and they have a really high draft pick, I'm assuming they're going to trade back um, mm-hmm. and get two really good first-round picks. That defense could be 
pretty scary comp. They're mm-hmm. the running back. If Geno can play just as well, you got your receivers. Load that defense up, and you're going against the 49ers. Like you, you can, you you can at least make a run. Yeah, but you got to stop. You got to be able to stop somebody. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot that can change. Like we don't know where Derek Carr is going. Mm-hmm. I think he, like a team like the Jets, I think he could make them like Guess Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, like he's good enough. Where the rest of that team is amazing. I mean, he threw 24 touchdowns and he yeah. sat three games. Like, he yeah. would have been at 28 29. Like, Burrow had 34. Like, let's put that in perspective. Mm-hmm. And you're crapping on Carr. I'll take Carr in a heartbeat at the time. Yeah. I hope to God we take go get Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I'd love it. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yes, it would. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I would. Man, I think I'll go Eagles. And I feel like the Bills. I think you're right on the Bills. Like, they, they know they need to do something and get there. Yeah, I love Gabriel Davis, but mm-hmm. he's not T. Higgins. He's not Justin Jefferson. He's not Jamar Chase. Like you need some. You need to go. I would trade up. I would go get the guy I think is going to be the guy. Don't go get Marvin Jones or to go, mm-hmm. go get a like go get Devon Dad. Go get whoever you want to get. I don't care, but it's got to be a top ten receiver. And I I would put all my bread in that basket and be like we're going to win. We're going to win the next four years. We have a big window. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. It's exciting stuff. Or they wait till next year get Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. and then the league just crumbles because yeah, monster guy. Him and Stephon Diggs together. Holy cow! I'm very excited to see where Harrison goes. I mean, I hope the Colts draft him honestly, but we'll see. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, even though I don't like the Colts, it would be cool to see him in the the blue and white Mm -hmm. trash can things they wear. Oh, uniforms. That's the word I was looking for. Oh yeah, yeah. Those costumes. Yeah. (laughs) The Jack Chaser costumes. No, I think that's all. That's it, man. I, that's I, it. Yeah, Bengals take it. This is weird. Mm-hmm. It's a sign off. Yeah, I that, like it. That's the end of the 2022-2023 football season. NASCAR time, and I don't oh, mean that sarcastically. I ordered my Joey Logano. Uh, I, I thought about buying a. Who full. are you? Who are you, Papa? If you're listening, <laughs> we're gonna watch uh, Daytona when you get back from your trip. So I, I call George Papa. Um, Papa? <laughs> I called him that after we got I was like, Papa! As soon as we got married, you were there. Yeah. Um, anyway, but um, as soon as I married Nicole, sorry. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Yeah, you and I are not married. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is weird. Um, but I, I almost ordered a full on pit crew, like $150 like jersey thing. Like, because I don't really, I was like, I should order a jersey. Do they have jerseys? <laughs> it's like a pit crew t shirt and stuff. Do you know how to change a tire? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, hold on, hold on. You, I mean, obviously, you have to jack the car up in the air. You you use uh, I forget what the tool is, but you would use a crow, not crowbar. Oh my gosh, what's the for the lug nuts? What's yeah, the, it's a wrench. Yeah, the wrench. Thing. You use the wrench, yeah. take a lug nuts off, and then you pull the tire off, and then you would put the spare back on, line it up, put the lug nut back on, bring the jack down. How do you put the lug? Like, how do you take the lug nuts off and put them back on? You screw them. Like what order? I would. I would assume. Oh, hold on. Physics carry the seven. Um, I would take the bottom ones off first. Interesting. If you have five, you typically go in like a star, so you're not putting too much pressure on one. Side. That's why I said yeah. bottom. <laughs> the same thing, Tim. Okay. Read about it. Have you ever changed a tire? I've watched many of people change my tire. <laughs> Triple A, man. That's all I got. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> NASCAR. We're not becoming a NASCAR podcast. Oh, come on. It'd be fun. We could do it for like a month. 
We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. Sidebar, sidebar. We'll do one episode. If it goes well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> because we could just get hammered and do that one and watch God. the race. We'll talk about it. You're distracting me. It, right. Got me all excited. I'm sweating. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this, this is the last episode for the season. Uh, we'll, be back, we'll be agreeing on March 14th. Yeah, so free agency starts the 15th, which mm-hmm. is a Wednesday. So we'll be back. That Tuesday right before it. Yep. I'll try to find stuff, fun stuff to post on Instagram and stuff just to, maybe I'll just, you know, stalk Tim, take some photos, put it up, you know, just whatever gets people going. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. It'd be the fourth time, actually, if we're getting specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we doing first? Let's not get into that. Let's, let's get that back with the NASCAR conversation. We're yeah, 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 yeah. One, yeah. yeah, March 14th, we'll dig into free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when, for in my life, that's when football season restarts. Yeah. It's exciting. That dies back, back down again. But this year I have a child, so I'm going to use him to get close to Derrick Henry. We're going to training oh. camp in July. Are you really? Yeah, that's awesome. You guys should come in. <laughs> it's fun, honestly. And is it kids, in? We can go meet him. Is it in Nashville? Yeah, it's okay. it's like uh, three miles from Nissan. Gotcha. Um, it's fun, uh, but they don't let kids on the field. But I think if I have a thing that says I name my child after you, I just I don't know how Derrick Henry. Someone doesn't go, dude. Look, look, look mm-hmm. at that guy. You have to go like, say, Hi. look at this crazy person. Yes, <laughs> he's, he's staring at you. Just <laughs> where's his color go in his eyes, Henry? <laughs> <sighs> We we are sidetracking so much. I, well, check this. Hold on. Huh? I have a fat head of Henry in my office. Hold on. Oh, he's is, he's gonna pivot the camera. This is the sign off. Yeah. This is the sign off. So, Look how handsome he looks. Yeah. For those of you listening, uh, Mike has basically a corner of this room dedicated to Derrick Henry. Yep. Um, so check out the video on Instagram and you'll see it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm talking, and I'm back. I still can't hear myself. Oh, that's much louder. <laughs> a lot. All right. It's crazy um, how audio works. <sighs> yeah, it is. I don't fully understand it. It's like yeah. I don't understand lug nuts, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your punishment next year. If you lose, I'm going to make you change a tire. <laughs> that seems fair. That seems fair. <laughs> nice. I got a lot of jokes for the changing the tire. I can't say right now. But mm, yeah. That's... Hey, don't worry. If you've ever seen Beavers and Butthead, you'll know mm. what I'm talking about. We might be an explicit podcast yeah. next year. Yeah, we'll probably change it. Yeah, Logan will be 13. He'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in this year. We appreciate it. Um, we'll, be, we'll be definitely back next year for sure, uh, doing the whole season. It's a blast. We appreciate everyone commenting and following us, and hopefully we can make this even bigger. Yeah, absolutely. We love all the support. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, just being able to you know go out and talk to friends and family and whatnot and then be like hey i was listening to the podcast like that's just a cool thing yeah um something that i didn't think we would do so no i i assume when we did this we'd have like 10 people listen yeah and like seven of them would be me from burner accounts <laughs> from different emails <laughs> um so that's been fun to watch and i said next year hopefully we get it make it even bigger and have more fun mm-hmm. now that i feel we have our feet under us we can have a lot of fun with this absolutely so, i can't wait yep cool all right see you guys in march